0: We say in so many ways, this is just incompatible with my worldview, Jesus. The goal is exceptionalism, and the prize is glory. Get behind me, Satan, Jesus says. James and John, when we're reading through the Gospels, always seemed to be on the VIP list for some reason. When Jesus was transfigured on the mount in some mystical, glorious vision, with Moses appearing on one side and the great prophet Elijah on the other, James and John were right there, up front to see it all. When Jesus called these brothers to leave their father Zebedee's boat and to follow and become disciples, Jesus referred to them early on as the sons of thunder. And none of us could really figure out what Jesus was getting at with that nickname, sons of thunder. I think we started to understand maybe when Jesus was not received well in a particular village uh, out across the border in Samaria when James and John suggested that maybe Jesus ought to let them rain down fire and just torch all of those ungrateful foreigners. But Jesus said no. I think they might live up to this nickname a bit in today's passage as well. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. Now, if you have kids, you recognize this ploy right away. Hey, Dad, do me a favor. Most of us learn early on to resist the reflex to say, Sure, what do you need? Much better to lead with something like, well, now that all depends, doesn't it? Uh, and the way James and John ask it is even craftier. They start with a compliment, and, and then they really go for the blank check. Rabbi, they say. Oh, teacher, please, we want you to do for us whatever we're about to ask of you. Uh, but Jesus wasn't born yesterday. And he says, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to Jesus, Grant us to sit, one at your right and one at your left, in your glory. Now, we have spent pretty much the last month of Sundays watching Jesus try to get the point across that following him, being a disciple, Being a member of the community of faith in Christ is all about loving your neighbor as yourself. It's all about serving the least of these. And understanding that your neighbor may well be on the other side of some border, or on the other side of some wall, like the Samaritans. That serving the least of these even if it requires suffering and sacrifice to get it done, that is in fact what it is all about. But we say in so many ways, this is just incompatible with my worldview, Jesus. The goal is exceptionalism. And the prize is glory get behind me satan jesus says take notice of this small child jesus says and a lot of sons of thunder to ask for vip seating again when jesus comes into his glory i wonder were they imagining that they might be in the place where moses was on one side and elijah on the other during that mystical vision of glory and power on the Mount Transfiguration. But Jesus said to them, you don't know what you're asking. Does Jesus already see the thief to his left and the thief to his right when he will be lifted up on the cross? The truth is, when Jesus comes into his glory, we will not have the stomach to look. Most of us We'll run and hide behind carefully constructed self-images, hierarchies, misplaced loyalties, embedded prejudices. We'll hide behind our addictions, our depressions, our fear, our denial. We will lust after safety with walls and borders and gates. We will reach for the apple. We will build the tower. We will storm heaven in search of a glory that cannot possibly be found in a suffering and dying Savior on a cross. We won't hear of it, Jesus. Get behind me. Satan. You two don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink of the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? We are able. Then Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or my left is not mine to grant but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. If we have been united with him in a death like his, we say in our liturgies we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Baptized, we will drink again from that cup even this morning. Because none of these other things can save us. This is my body given for you. My blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Now the rest of the disciples were angry at James and John for trying to call shotgun. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their Rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. You know the way the world lines up, the way things work. Tax brackets and titles, homes, cars, education. The pecking order. Politicians, popes, pastors, professors, police, people in charge rule the world. But this is not so among you, Jesus says. Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. Jesus has been trying to get this message across to us for a month of Sundays now. But it's so hard to understand because it's so hard to see it in this world. Do us a favor, the sons of thunder asked. Grant us to sit one at your right and one at your left when you come into your glory. And we all said, We got next. You just don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. And here it comes The Son of Man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the only hope we ever had. Yesterday afternoon, my family gathered on the hilltop cemetery outside of Union Prairie Lutheran Church down in Lanesboro, where my dad was born and raised, Fifty years ago, I attended the first funeral I've ever been to for my, my grandma Mabel there in that same holy place, on that same holy ground where she was laid to rest. I can remember standing at the graveside looking over at my cousin Trigg. It was his mother, my Aunt Marilyn, who we laid to rest yesterday. And the two of us, 10 year olds, looked at each other, just wondering what it all meant. Grandma Mabel lived with Trigg and his family at the time. And there we stood outside that old country church, Union Prairie Lutheran, hanging on by a thread. And there we stood yesterday afternoon, that old country church, hanging on by a thread out on that holy ground to stand on this very promise. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. And we gathered around that good news, and we gave thanks for the life of my Aunt Mer, and we gathered in that old church basement like we did 50 years ago for Grandma Mabel, and we were sustained by the community of faith. By the power of this good news, which does not give way to trends in this world, nor untruths, nor any power that would rise to steal our loyalties, this gospel again brought comfort and peace and hope in the resurrection to come so we move forward as god's people at union prairie at prince of peace gathering around this good news this gospel which is always sufficient and when the question was asked can you receive the baptism with which i am baptized can you drink from the cup from which i drink the answer was given yes you can so we'll do it again this morning and we'll hear the words of christ This is my body, given for you. This is my blood, shed for you, for the forgiveness of your sin. Years after that first funeral I ever attended for my grandma Mabel down there, Uh, Union Prairie Lutheran in Lanesboro, my cousin Trig and I found ourselves over there again. We were both in confirmation. He at uh, his Lutheran church in New Hope, me at our Lutheran church in Bloomington. But our families spent weekends down there on the farm so often that we weren't getting to worship at our home churches, but we were required to take sermon notes So uh, we got dumped off out at Union Prairie while we were down there at the farm. And Trig and I, uh, the first Sunday that happened, we we went into the old church. It was clear right away that these two young teenagers were going to stick out like sore thumbs. (laughs) And uh, so we we hightailed it up. We remembered uh, from earlier years there was a balcony up in the back of the little country church. And so we went up there and... We sat up there, but we noticed throughout the entire service that the organist from down front kept looking at us. She just constantly were looking at us up there. didn't bother us. But we found out later that nobody had been up in that balcony for years. And we should have uh, realized that when we had to brush away piles of dead flies in order to sit down on the, on the pew up there. It <laughs> didn't occur to us. Uh, So we took our sermon notes and and went our way. Yesterday, I noticed this odd uh, metal um, pipe sort of thing in the back of the sanctuary at Union Prairie, and it went up, and then you could see it had been welded at the joints, and then it, it turned a corner to get around some things, and it went up. Well, old farmer there, Steve Olson, told me that the steeple at the top of the church was starting to fall, they would stand out there, those old farmers on Sundays after church, and say, I think it's leaning. It's starting to lean. And it was, and they got some uh, one to look at, and it was going to cost $100,000 to have it removed, which, of course, nobody was happy about. It's that perfect white clapboard church with the tall steeple sitting on a hill surrounded by farmland. So they found a guy, he happened to be a Canadian, who for $6,000, came out and welded this contraption that starts, anchors in the ground off the back of the sanctuary, goes on up and holds that steeple in place. So that church continues to stand, uh, and the message continues to be proclaimed from Union Prairie Lutheran. And the, uh, the gospel that is entrusted to the church continues to matter in every place. Uh, this has not diminished the value of what we are about together here at Prince of Peace. It was not stymied, stopped, or reversed by a pandemic or by other trends in the community. This precious gift, this gospel, is ours to share this good news is always sufficient so we remain committed to it here with our brothers and sisters at union prairie and all around the world we go now having been fed and forgiven we go now in peace to love and serve the lord thanks be to god